What's going on, guys? I'm Jeff. It's your co-host, Xavier, guys. What's up? Welcome to Iron Talk Radio. Let's go. Season one, episode four. Welcome, guys. It's your co-host Jeff, and we're excited to get this episode started. Let's go, guys. It is your co-host Xavier. Before you do anything else, like, comment, subscribe, drop us a follow, drop us a DM. Let's go. Pay attention to the Iron Talk Radio family. Let's get it kicking, and we got. What's up, Skyler Julie here? Excited to be here. Let's go. And without further ado, let me introduce the man in the chair. This has been a long-awaited podcast, but Skyler currently serves as manager and head community uh, at Unchartered, a world-class community of entrepreneurs, investors, and creators. Skyler also is the logistics lead for Reading Rhythms, which is a reading party, not a book club. He manages a growing team of 11-plus contractors for all reading party events across New York City, guys. Skyler's journey is not just about professional success, it's about overcoming personal challenges, advocating for mental health, campaigning community building that resonates with inclusivity and authenticity. So now, let's get it kicking into the podcast. Let's get well, started. So first say. things first, who is Skyler Healy? Yeah. Let's start with that. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Yeah, um, I've never heard of him. Uh, you know, Skyler is uh, myself, but you know, Barham Hills graduate, University of Buffalo graduate, um, local Westchester kid, grew up here, local New Yorker. Um, yeah. Spent my time traveling a bit, you know, was in Georgia for a bit right out of college, but uh, you know, definitely been around the block with what I've done and what I've been able to do and learn, and I'm happy to be here and excited to share. So I, I think this, what you guys do, is, is phenomenal, creating a platform where people can really be themselves and, and really share, like, what's going on. And yeah. you do it in a way that's really relatable, you know? You guys are yeah. both young. You're not here president and CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation. You're just genuine human beings. So I, I so totally bought into thank this. You. Thank you, brother. And I wanted really, to be here. So yeah, I really do appreciate all those kind words. Like, thank you. That means for me and David, I can speak for us both here, that, that from the bottom of our hearts, that means a lot. And coming from you being like everything that we've learned about you so far, it's just, it's kind of amazing what you've been able to pull together for being your age, how you basically live as almost a nomad but you yeah. you manage so many different things and you create communities to help people with the one goal to be mentally sane, successful, and feel good about yourself. So I want you to talk about, before anything, you don't drink. You haven't drank since high school, if I'm not correct. You know, I think in my lifetime, I think I've had less than a quarter of a beer or any, any, any alcohol in my entire life. Right. And from a from a why perspective um you know i think a lot of people go through experiences and they don't really share them because they feel like they're alone in that sense and don't have the confidence and the kind of safe safe place to do that and it takes a real kind of catalyst to really provoke that out of someone Mm -hmm. um so for me right i grew up in a household with with an alcoholic and have had my own mental health struggles especially in middle school and something that I've always really realized about myself is like, I'm the captain of my own ship, but I'm also the map. And I have to figure out what's best for me and what is yeah. gonna work best for my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having gone through the experiences that I went through, which a lot of people go through and they don't really share and they don't feel like they have the power to share, um, I decided not to drink. 
and I, I and awesome. I stuck with that all throughout high school, all yeah. throughout college. Now in my professional career, I work in New York City and venture. Like, right? Yeah, this guy does not take the easy road. This guy lives in New York City. He Live. also <laughs> okay. He lives. He also was on the football team too in high school. Yeah, three we years. Are, yeah, we are also in Westchester County too. You have an abundance of resources, so you know alcohol is at our fingertips whenever we want it. Despite the drinking age, you know a lot of social events have alcohol. Plus, you were doing gymnastics as well, so you were also involved in that aspect of sports. So just talk me through the struggles and the decision that it went through. To be like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, definitely. And you were there. So yeah. for those who don't know, David was actually my teammate for a very long time at World Cup in Chappaqua. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he knows the whole gymnastics grind. Um, but, yeah, no, gymnastics was something that I, I really fell in love with really early on. Yeah. Um, and I think something that I'm always really keen on is I'm going to do what's best for me and what I want to do, and I'm going to follow my own lane and, do, and follow my own path. Yeah, and yeah, I don't I really that, listen, yeah. I don't really listen to the noise. Yeah. You know, I'm very authentic in who I am and what I represent and how I carry myself. 100%. And I've been doing that for a very long time. And yeah. with gymnastics, right? Like, yes, it's not lacrosse. It's not football. It's not soccer. It's not basketball. It's not those typical like American sports that people think like, wow, like yeah. that guy's a stud, right? I was okay with that. I liked gymnastics. I liked the intensity that I was doing it's, with it. It's, it's, it's one it. of those sports that doesn't get the respect that You it don't deserves. know how much you actually have to grind mm-hmm. and push yourself to the actually be good. The practices are brutal. The practices are rigorous on purpose because they weed out the ones that can't deal with the practices. And to be honest, I fell in love with the practices. I fell in I, love with I, yeah. the, the hours that it took to you know get better at six, seven different events. It wasn't just... Dude, it wasn't you are just diversified. You, got, you do everything. Exactly. Yep. Talk about that too, bro, because it's, it's one yeah. sport, but it's seven different yeah. events in a sport. Dude, it tests you mentally in the sense that like you mess up one time. It's not like the team has to then come together and figure it out. You have to put, your, put yourself in the shoes of what can I do better next time? You do it again mm. and again mm-hmm. and again and again. And that repetition, one, builds you up mentally to then push yourself for the rest of your career. Right. But also, two, it builds a sort of like resiliency within you and pushes you to like actually perform at a higher yeah. level under pressure. I love I love starting in that small part of your life right to where you were doing gymnastics. Yeah. And how do you think that transferred over into the rest of your life? Because you talk yeah. about how, you know, gymnastics is the most popular sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it gets the stigmatism within the community or society, I would say, not even just the community, but the society as a whole to where it's like they kind of see gymnastics as a weird sport. It's not like you said, it's not football, it's not lacrosse, but it's not getting that respect because yeah. people are putting in that hard work and, you know, people don't see that, you know. So mm-hmm. what did it take for you when you were younger and how does that transfer over till now to seeing where your mentality was at with all of that? Because I knew you were hearing that noise when you were younger. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I think one, to, to relate to what gymnastics is from like a lens perspective, I think people think it's mostly a female sport. Mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of the optics of it. And, you know, you're wearing like a specific uniform. You're not really like, quote unquote, smashing into people or like yeah. the toughness of like coming out on top is, is a different perspective. But... It is, it is definitely a rigorous, intense um, sport in its own right. And through that experience, right, I did that from like six years old all the way till seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
you know, it comes to a point where you kind of realize, like, when I was six years old to seventh grade, you're kind of a different person. You yeah. look, you're interested in different things. You want to explore more options. There's more to life and community out there. Um, so I kind of knew my time was up yeah. and ended up, you know, doing a complete pivot hmm. and okay. joining the track and field and football and team. Football team, right? Yeah. So you, you took that whole entire flip, right? So being when you were younger and now transferring over to high school and then coming into things they do, you're doing now, how does it all transfer over? You know, with your mentality, when did things start to click for you to where it was like, I need to be really mentally strong to be able to do the things that I'm doing? Because it seems like your life hasn't been easy, right? Yeah. You have gymnastics, that's fucking hard, no matter what. Yeah. Then you have football, track training. I'm a trainer, I've trained football guys. I haven't done gymnastics, so I don't have the specialty in that. But I can say that football training is fucking tough. Yeah. And so, is, so is track and field, right? So mm -hmm. going into that, and then in high school, you're training for track and field, you're training for football. Yeah. You're also not drinking, right? So you're sustaining from the whole entire social norm. Yep. And then you go off to college, yep. right? You go to Buffalo. And then after all of those things, you know, it seems like you never made it easy for yourself. You're always continuously yeah. trying to challenge yourself. I definitely took the high road. And to add into that too, middle school was fucking rough. Like I was a insecure, not confident, um, you know, emotionally, emotional wreck. And yeah. a lot of that was due to like family situations, one like alcoholism in my family, and then my own struggles with anxiety, OCD, depression, yeah. you know, bipolar disorder, a lot of different things that I right. was plagued with um, that at the time I felt was like, I'm weak, I'm different, I can't yeah. propel myself like the rest of Byram. Like, I'm, it's a really, it's like, I think, a top 200 school in the country or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's a, re it's I a mean, very, it's Westchester, yeah, right? It's very you kind of feel like you've got to live up to that ex expectation. Right. Um, and at the time, I, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a, I'm a very, I would say, high EQ person and definitely not really the alpha shark male to a degree on some things. and in middle school that was really rough for me to like interpret and figure out um, so part of what I realized I had to do was put myself in uncomfortable situations yeah. in order to figure myself out and learn what and I was good at and grow and football I joined a football team where I was sober mm -hmm. yeah. the entire it's time weird. it's, it's very, weird yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. especially in high school oh, and 100%. I, think, I mean if we have high school football players listening to us right now I would say the number one thing is if your friends are only your friends, I don't even want to just say football, right? If your friends are only your friends because you're drinking with them, as the only reason you're friends with them, they should not be your friends. Oh, no way, yeah. Yeah, they should not be your talk friends. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, you, you talked about taking risks. I want to translate that into how that pivoted into your college life because I want to take a step now further into Buffalo, and then I want to let you touch upon this, but you actually – a day after you graduated, you picked up and you packed up and the man moved across the country to Georgia. And <laughs> going from Buffalo to Georgia, man. Like, what in the, the world? Man, what, the man what, what are you thinking? What, what are you thinking? Cool. Like, did you just want to get out of the cold? Yeah. What, is it what about taking risks? Talk to me about that step. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of pushback from a lot of people like, why the hell are you going to school in Buffalo? But I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. But, you know, to go back for, for a second about like, Taking I, about taking risks in high school like it, it was it was not easy and and through the experiences I had from like playing sports and being around teams in different communities mm -hmm. for example like the football team was incredibly different 
than the track and field team. And then on top of that, like I was a senior mentor in high school. I was on the student leadership board, right? There's a lot of different things I put my, 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 myself into. Yep. So I got a lot of perspective from that. And then I took that to college and really realized like I have a really healthy mindset to life and I want to continue pushing myself in the direction that I'm going. Right. So I don't know what that direction was, but I knew that like I had something that yeah. I could do and, and this kind of fire burning inside of me and wanted to do more and felt like I could do more. And I had been succeeding on so many things, like thinking back, like going through like depression and realizing like, I don't need to be a gymnast to like prove myself. Like I don't need to be a football right. player to prove myself. Like I'm me because I'm me. Mm -hmm. I'm authentically me because. And I, I love that, you know, like what you do literally directly correlates into your whole entire personality with reading rhythms, what the hell is a reading party? Talk, walk Dude, me through that, brother. Because this yeah. is a perfect time to talk about What's it. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah, no, so, you know, after after I picked up and shipped myself from Buffalo to Georgia after literally walking across the stage the day before, um, you know, I, I moved back to New York and I, I, I wanted, when I was working for NBC and working in HR, and then I got the really awesome opportunity to move to New York and work in venture, and, you know, got involved in this uh, world-class community of investors and founders, and then also through that, through the network that I was building, putting myself out there, I got connected to some really amazing people who became my mentors, and I, I say this to a lot of people, right? Yeah. You wanna find your personal board of directors. Mm. Find people who That's will so build true. you up yeah. and push you to do better and hold you accountable, but also be your friend yes. and be that sort of positive influence in your life. Mm -hmm. And those people, are the founders of Reading Rhythms. And those are the people that really brought me in. We're like, Skylar, we think you can take us to another level. We wanna put you in a position where you are a leader and you are gonna scale a team of people. And now, as of today, I run all event logistics throughout New York City. I have a team of 12 people that I manage. I've awesome. been able to build this sense of community, figure out, okay, what, how to be a manager, how to like mm. scale something, right? Mm -hmm. That's a whole new curveball that I'd never done before. Yeah. Right. And through just being being like, you know what? Just you being you, it worked. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. I was on the Today Show. I was on the cover of the New York Times. Mm -hmm. I've been on Fox News. You know, just putting myself out there and taking risks and, and one being genuine, authentic in how I do it right. has gotten me to, to this where you are today. To this day. What was what was the biggest struggle mentally about those the the risks that you took? Because I, I, I wanna hear yeah. you touch upon you know, you take these risks, but I want to know what was the tough part about taking the risks, about making these new decisions, about doing reading rhythms, yeah. and being in that new leadership position. What was the tough part? Yeah, and for those that, that don't know what reading rhythms is, yeah, let's, let's it's, explain it's, that as well. Yeah, it's it's a it's, I've gotten a lot of questions like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, so basically, in a nutshell, right, New York City, action-packed, bustling atmosphere. Everyone is go go go. No one has a chance to breathe or sleep half Concrete the time. Concrete jungle. Man. Concrete jungle, man. Concrete jungle. <laughs> Dude, it's you know it. I love so, <laughs> so, so basically. We realized, and by we, our leadership team, and then you know, the rest of us, mm -hmm. we realized that there's a real appetite for people to connect and relate outside of what job do you have and what yeah. company do you work for, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? We wanted to find ways to bring people together and mm -hmm. cure kind of the loneliness factor for people mm -hmm. without having to put people in this corporate tech event and have them mm -hmm. say, hey, I work for this and this right. is what I do. Really, what it is is people bring a book, you read for 30 minutes, you get to have this sort of intentional recharge period where you're just 
sitting in that. silence reading, but you combine the social at atmosphere together, you build that, bring that connection community, and then you have this 30-minute segment where you're actually able to like speak to people and meet people, and nobody knows what job they have. I've right. met a, I, I, like I told you guys before, I met a former CEO of a major consulting firm and didn't even know it. Because all we did was talk about the book and the passions and interests of that you person. Don't even know. You don't even know. That's beautiful. It's it's amazing how you were able wow. to combine the two worlds together. Yeah. You know, because it's really hard. Um, there's not a lot of things other than I can think of really the gym because the gym has a very commonality we thing. We do it's it through like, the gym. We do it through the gym. We, you do it through reading rhythms. Yeah. You do it through reading rhythms. And it's just like the way of creating a community yeah. without the external factors bringing mm -hmm. it all in, you know? Yep. The human mind, human body, we're all the same. Yeah. We all love, come I in the world. I love what you just said, bro, because you know? when you get into the gym and you meet uh, a gym bro or somebody that goes to the gym, the first question that you're, you're asking them is, yo, what are you hitting today? It's the same thing as what book are you reading? Yep. And I literally 100%. see on social media yeah. and on the news now, people do not have friends. Friendships are declining among males. I saw it as well. Yeah. Among males, especially. And mm -hmm. what you're doing and what we're doing, yo, we are about to fix the problem in the world and you guys tapping in. I want you to listen to what he has to say because yes. it doesn't matter what job you have or you know what you've done in the past too because you could have made a million mistakes and made every single wrong turn in your life, but you ended up in that reading rhythms room. Mm -hmm. Nothing that you mattered before uh, you know, probably gets talked about, just the books that you're reading and the passions that you have. Mm -hmm. So how, how empowering it is it for these people in these rooms to talk about just those things and not about what's going on <clears throat> everywhere else? Yeah, the beauty that I think that really strikes me is this community that, that we're building is not just extroverts. People yeah. come and have really been turned off by just the pace of New York City, the yeah. fastest, the, like the intimidating like atmosphere, the shark mentality that everyone has half the time. Mm -hmm. And we create a space for people to actually like be them. Right. They don't even have to be in business. We have artists come in, journalists, like yeah. you name it. It's, it's a space for everyone. Wow. And that's the that's the beauty of it. And you know, as someone who's a really big mental health advocate and really cares about people mm -hmm. and wanting people to succeed, like right. those people in that room, one have taken that risk and pushed themselves into something new, yeah. like I've done, to then enter that room and then right. talk to someone and yeah. meet someone, like that's a whole leap in itself. Right. Right? I want to ask you the question. So say we have somebody behind their phone right now, they're watching this video. Yeah. What's one thing that they can do today or tomorrow that can change the trajectory of their life? You know, with what you guys do with Iron Talk Radio, I think a lot of it is connected to the gym. And that's a huge part of my life as well as an athlete, right? Building that sort of like self-worth and, and confidence through like changing your physique and feeling purposeful and like there's an, there's there's a the grind that you feel satisfaction mm -hmm. from, right? I think in turn, there's a similar feeling, almost identical, if you do something good for someone else. Mm. If you end up every day feeling happy that you contributed to society, that you were productive, it doesn't have to be for some, even for yourself. Yeah. If you set aside time for yourself to actually do something productive, or you do something kind and genuine, yeah. that's a chain reaction for yourself. Because one, that person feels good, yeah. and they end up showing gratitude to you, and then you feel good. Right. And then internally, that's just a, that's just a, that's a chain reaction, that's a snowball effect. I would, so you would say the answer would be? I would say the answer would be do something kind, do something 
positive for yourself or for someone else mm -hmm. and that will literally create the same effect of like hitting a rep that endorphin you feel yeah. that like positivity that do something kind for somebody else it's it's gonna it's gonna put yep. you in a much better place because what you put out is what you get in yeah you know so it's just like the more you give out the more you're gonna feel yeah satisfied with your life mm -hmm. I mean, that's beautiful even if you don't let's say you're like struggling with your job like the job market sucked last year even this year now it's also terrible with can like, attest to that yeah so <laughs> finding jobs everybody if you want to pour out there yeah if you want to employ me hire this man me, drop me a dm but you know it's it's definitely like a lot of people are not in like my shoes where they're mm. super happy with who they are and right yeah. and a lot of people need to still go on that journey to figure out like right. what are, what what do I like? Mm -hmm. What am I good at? Right? What where do I find mm -hmm. happiness and passion and purpose? Yeah. And you know, until you kind of take those steps to figure that out, right? You're going to be kind of in a rut. And I think the first step is giving. Yep. I love that. And I want to take a little bit of a balancing conversation and add to what you just said. And you're a very giving person, but your day-to-day -day life, I want to touch upon that cuz even when we before we started this podcast, this man was like, "Yo, David, I am working seventy-hour weeks, and this man is an advocate for mental health. So, how do you keep in mind your own mental health, managing a team, seventy-hour work weeks? Walk me through what goes on in that. Like, how do you yeah. manage that? No, definitely. Um, I think I'm going to break it down into a few a few things here. One, um, I recently helped produce a podcast, and we had. A uh, very special guest on that show named Jason Pfeiffer. He's the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. Drop his link in the comments. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really awesome dude. And something that he shared was this kind of analogy called swim to shore. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. swim to shore means when you know what makes you happy, what you're naturally good at, what your natural gifts are, what makes you feel motivated, if you tie everything you do in life to those objectives and yeah. those things about yourself, everything becomes so much easier. Mm, so if yeah. you know that you are a people person and you mm. care about people and you like working with others and giving, right. right? Every single challenge you face, whether it's a career, whether it's a relationship, if you tie those things in, and that's what we call shore, right? right. If you swim towards shore, instead of jumping off right, the deep right, end right. and stranding yourself at sea, you will never, yeah. you, or you, just, you will feel so much better. And to answer your you question, have that direction, right? you, ha you have that direction and purpose. And then work becomes so much easier because you that. know what you're working towards. Yeah. You actually get fulfillment out of it. And one, I'm building communities. Right. I get to work with amazing people. I've interviewed some incredible, incredibly accomplished people. I get, you know, all this advice. I build and scale and meet people and, and mm -hmm. connect. Like, that's what I love to do. Yeah. So work becomes life. Yeah, follow your passion. Right? It work, it, work isn't work. It's the same for me. You yeah. know, I train people. I love seeing people improve. Yeah. You know, training people, seeing people come to the gym in a bad mood, watching them walk out in a fucking great mood. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's exhilarating. You know, it's very mm -hmm. awarding to me. Yeah. And for you, what is awarding is seeing people change their life, mm -hmm. you know, change their mindset. And now I'm starting to get into it with our podcast too, yeah. because I love doing this. I love being able to push the message of just having, you know, be positive for yourself and yeah. you'll be positive for others. Yeah. But you need to look intrinsically before you can look extrinsically. Yeah. And a lot of people try and find that through alcohol, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Through just friends reaching out to people who really don't even care much about them. They're just doing it to make themselves feel better on the inside. Yeah. But in reality, that's just temporary. 
Yeah, and, and, and to totally relate to what you just said as well, like the fact that I don't drink mm. has unlocked a lot of doors for me in ways that I yeah. didn't expect. Yeah. For example, you know, I can go out, and as an extrovert by nature and enjoy connecting with people, mm-hmm. I've gone out on a Wednesday with some of my best friends because like, oh, this is happening, you guys should come. The next day I'm at the office at 8.30. Yeah. I'm good to go. You're good to go. I'm dialed. Yeah. Man, that's, that's awesome, bro. Skyler is drinking I, I, <laughs> He's drinking a Skyler Sprite with dialed. extra ice. No, you, you, get so me, you give me a Shirley Temple, I'm good to go, this man. Good question. What do you... Okay, so... Okay, obviously you go out, though, right? You what's still the, what's enjoy your, your time. Order? What do you get at the bar? What's your bar order? Because like, okay. these guys no. are like... If people was like, oh, yeah, maybe alcohol, it's really not going to be the what best thing. What is Skyler Healy's bar you? What is it, man? Vodka with cran? No, 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 no. Like a soda no, it's it's definitely if you know me well. There's a lot of people who know me well. It's definitely a Shirley Temple is is kind of my go-to. I kind oh, of I get um, a lot of Shirley right. Temples. You know, cream um, sodas, ginger ales, all that stuff. Got it. So just soda. So yeah, I mean, hey, H2O is is plenty is yeah, plenty good as well. That. So you okay. know. I thought you might have had like a special secret little sauce, you know, like you go to the bar. No, no, Yo, it's, you must it's, have not, it's not complicated. Yeah. So when you're enjoying your night out and. You're you're sober because I've I've been there too. I've enjoyed a lot of nights out when I'm sober. You see a lot of stuff happen, dude. It's a skill. Mm. Talk to me about. I have, yo, what are some? I have, some mastered, yeah, stories, I have mastered this skill. Okay, so yo, what are some funny stories? Because so, like, so talk I'm the bro. guy, and, and a lot of people know this as well from from uh, from college. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm that guy who will document an entire night. And I will send it to like my best friends and be like, yo, this was you last night. And they'll be like, yo, that's like, like I have. So you're, you're the camera guy. I'm the camera guy. I I have, I have reels, bro, of like my best friends doing, like having the best time of their lives. But in the moment, they have no idea what's happening. But then like a year later, I'll look back at that and I'd be like, man, that was such a good night. And I'll send that to like my boys and they'll yeah. be like, damn, like we got to do that again. Yeah, go you know, like we have like these like memories and you know, now I'm, I'm in New York city. I'm very connected in this, in that sense. So like right. I've elevated from like, yeah, let's go to this house party in Buffalo to right. like, yeah, I'm going to go to this club, get guest listed and go in and like, you yeah. know, not to like, that's a flex, but just like, it's the reality of hard work and yeah. connections and, and relations and, mm-hmm. and, and putting yourself out there. Absolutely. You never know what you're going to end up doing. Yeah. And the other thing about like that, that is literally just send it. Mm. Just yeah. do. I, a, I just right. put myself don't, in. Don't just, hesitate. Find, just go. find something you I love wanna, to do. I want to get both of your opinions on this. I'm a firm believer in that when you put yourself in new situations, you formulate your own luck. And I think yeah. you need a little bit of luck in this world to mm. succeed. Yeah. So talk to me about sometimes where you've taken risks and you know created a little bit of spark of luck for yourself that yeah. if you didn't take that risk you wouldn't have found that um a lot of people know this too i'm a yes man sometimes to a fault and that's something that i've worked on internally like i yeah. say yes to too much work i say yes to different things but from a social like contributing like i'm going to help you out like yeah. i will always say yes mm-hmm. like if somebody asks me for support or help i will say yes yeah. Because I want you to succeed, I want you yeah. to do better, and I genuinely care. I'm a very empathetic person. Yeah. And through that, it's, it's come back my way. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've helped people, and they've helped me in return. Mm-hmm. Not that it's transactional, but it's like I want to give as well, mm-hmm. right? And and without kind of having that mentality of just like one, like taking your risk and and meeting someone new and going up to someone to talk to them or support them in some way. I wouldn't have met half the people I know. Yeah. You know, I so wouldn't it's not have, luck. It's just I, I wouldn't have learned this skill or had this right. interesting conversation, right? Like those right. connections that I've made, like mm-hmm. 
I've learned incredible amounts and yeah. people remember you for how you carried yourself even in that 30-second time span. Yes, 100%. Mm. Back to tying back into your question. Take me that. I, I am not a believer in luck. Mm. I don't believe in it. I believe in hard work gives you a certain result, right? Yeah. In the world, it's one plus one equals two. Mm. And I see why some people came into the world in certain situations and people would say they're lucky, but that's just mm. life. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no real, there's nothing to do about it other than you're put into a position when you're born on this earth yeah. and it's up to you to decide where you go with it. Yeah. And generally the people who build themselves from here all the way up to here, those people are the most satisfied because they know that throughout here, it takes a lot of hard work, but you got to love that journey. Yeah. Dude, no, no one, no one gave me this, this like no life. Yeah. There's no blueprint. Like right. I, I went to SUNY Buffalo. I didn't yeah. go to Harvard. I didn't go to Yale. I didn't go to Cornell. My brother mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Shout out Skyler's brother. Shout out, shout out Reese Healy. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't, I didn't follow that route. And yeah. I knew that like, you know, I'm going to take advantage of whatever thing comes my way and I'm going to yeah. hit it home and yeah. I'm going to put all my effort into whatever it is and become like Skylar Healy is known as being Mr. Reliable, Mr. Go-Getter, Mr. Positive, Mr. Like team player. Mm. Everything else that revolves around those core competencies. And that's why people refer me to like, hey, you should talk to Skylar. He's right. got this insight. He's yeah, got this, right. this knowledge, this bucket of information. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll help you with this because I, I care. I just hate when people go like, oh, you're so lucky to be in the position that you're in. No, you're not. No. You just put that work in. Yeah. Yeah. Now people know you as that guy. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, people who have the problem are going to go to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's sales in a nutshell. There's a problem. Somebody personal can help you address it. Boom. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What you're is the guy. Your, what's your work at uh, Uncharted? Because you're the yeah. head, of, head of community at Uncharted, and we did not get to touch upon that enough, and I want you to go in depth a little yeah. bit about your experiences there. Yeah. Um, so Uncharted is basically you know a community of world-class entrepreneurs, investors, founders, creators, the like, and we kind of create this global network for people to then connect and, and one for business deals and, and deal flow, but also yeah. two, just like creating this community for people to share ideas, right. find this space to, to decompress about like some business, real business problems, right? Yeah. People in our community, they're struggling with like raising a series C startup, yeah. right? Their, their annual revenues, like, hundred million. They're like the CEO and they have real business problems to come through yeah. and they need support and help. And we kind of create that space to connect people with similar sizes and statuses. And so you're getting these, these big guys, these whales, right? But you're, yeah. are you also getting people who are just starting, yep. like just building up? So awesome. Because remember when I had said, Oh, mm -hmm. people who usually start here and then get to here, they learn to love the journey. Yeah. I want to go back to that and say some people actually might not. Mm -hmm. And I know for you, you're definitely picking these people's brains on their mentalities. Oh, yeah. Right. So are these people, do you think generally in large an average, right? Are they happy? Do they seem happy in the way that they present themselves? Mm -hmm. You know, are there certain things that you've picked up on a lot of them doing that's giving them enjoyment and fulfillment? Or is it just yeah. all business? So yeah. I definitely have one had the opportunity to you know really chat with some really accomplished people yeah. you know through our podcast through the dinners and breakfasts that we host and mm -hmm. you know the general the general community that we create mm -hmm. um and i think that a lot of people 
feel happy and are happy because they know they're building something and they have yeah. purpose and, and a vision and they're aiming to reach that. And that journey and that grind is what brings them happiness. Not the end right. result, not where they're going, mm-hmm. but just the the feeling of I am doing something that I enjoy and want to do. Right. And that sort of grind is exhilarating. Yeah, I love it's like, that, dude. It's, it's like the everyday that they're loving. Right, and that, that relates to the gym, too. You're yeah. not here for yes. the results half the time. It's because you care and enjoy the process. Right, yeah. exactly. That's why we. That's honestly why we tie it in so mm-hmm. often because we both have loved going to the gym for so many years, but it's that delayed gratification yeah. of it, it teaches you that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's why we tell people if you're not doing anything with your life, just go to the gym and you'll start to learn these values yeah. that apply to life and business. So it's not only just in the gym, yeah. oh, I'm going to wait, I'm going to get stronger, I'm going to wait, I'm going to get bigger. Yeah. You're going to get more mental clarity. Yeah. You know, And you're going to teach yourself these lessons with subconsciously. You know, yeah. And with that, those people are putting in that same amount of delayed gratification, yeah. but they're loving it. Yeah, they're loving that journey. Yeah, because wanna, they have that passion. I want to just add awesome. like the slightest bit to what you said, and that was brilliant about delayed gratification. But I just want to do what makes me feel good at the end of the day, man. Yeah, man. And as soon as you start figuring out what makes you feel good, you just do it every single day, dude. Bro. If it's going to yes. a meeting rhythm party, just do it. If, if it's going to get coffee at four or five a.m., just do it. Like I wake right. up at four five forty five a.m. and I go to the gym, and I wouldn't I wouldn't rather be doing anything else. And then I work, and then I go back to the gym for a steam and a walk on the treadmill because it clears my head so I can focus for the rest of the day. But I, I, it's not like I'm forcing myself to do it. I, I love doing it. Yeah. And it just makes me feel good. Just feel good every day. Yeah. And that's, that's what you're trying to preach as well. Dude, and it's also like, you know, from a, from a, for a Byram Hills graduate, right, who's around people who are going to Princeton, Harvard, Yale, yeah. like yeah. all these private yeah. institutions and colleges and think they got to go into finance, they got to go into private equity, they got to go into consulting, right? 50K, 60K, whatever it is, will turn into 250K much faster if you do something that, one, aligns with who you are, what makes you happy, what makes you passionate, what makes you motivated, than that paycheck. Yes, love that. And let's recycle that back into people are caught and confused and going into paths that they think they have to do. And this isn't telling you guys or you know preaching, go to the gym or you know do a reading rhythm party. It's just giving you more avenues to choose from. It's like mm-hmm. you don't have just this one door that you open up and you got to go out every night yeah. or you got to you got to hang out with these select, you know, Muppet group of people, man. Like, you know, go explore door A. Go explore yeah. door B. You have go so much time. Door yeah. C. You have so much time. No, just try I hate, try I hate when people go like, oh, my God, like I'm running out of time. Oh, I have this set date. Oh. Like, you know, we're all very young. Yeah. You know, considering yeah. how we're 23, 24, some people say like, oh, I have a time limit. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe I can't do this, this, and that. You know, maybe I can't go to school past 24. Yeah. And I can't do what I love to do. Maybe maybe you messed up in the beginning. You know, it's okay to reset because there's avenues and there's ways to do it to give yourself fulfillment in life. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're making a shit ton of money right out of school. That's lovely. It doesn't because you will make that money if you start with your passion. Yeah. It'll happen. Learn, so, learn skills yeah. and, and, and lessons over money will come. Yeah, yeah. you Titles have will everything come. you want. You have, and people think that money is gonna give them all of the happiness in the world. And not that money doesn't help. You know, money puts food on your plate. Money yeah. gives you a roof and bed to sleep on. Yeah. But what really gives you happiness at the end of the day is what you come into this world with and who you leave. Yeah. After you. Right. I, I want to touch upon a quick 
15 second story we met this uh very wealthy and successful person in the gym today and he was talking to us about buying a rolex in miami he just mm. flew to miami and he was buying a rolex but then he compared it to a story when he lost his kid on the beach and he said yeah. in that split second where he lost his kid not the rolex that he bought the porsche that he was driving nothing else mattered didn't matter in that moment none of the money that he had mattered but his family yeah, so it all goes away in a split second, man. Yeah, bro. So, is that yeah. really the answer, guys? Is that really the answer, Skyler? Take it away. Is money the answer? What, what's the answer, bro? Um, money, money is not the answer. Although, I will say, you often you want to have purpose and and drive for something. Yeah, and there's a correct way to do it, and I don't think there's one path that fits every. There's no blueprint, mm-hmm. but I do think there's a mindset you should try to build for yourself that like. You want to do good, but you also want to learn and contribute yeah. and almost know where your place is and know when your time is. And things are not immediate. Like you said, yeah. delayed gratification. Like if you're chasing the bag, what are you going to do when you have the bag? Right. Like if you don't have the skills, you don't have the experience. It's, like, you know, it's you got to have everything else in check. You know, it's you not sustainable. Wealth, you could be the wealthiest guy in the world. And unless you have a really, really good social system with you support system yeah it doesn't matter friends family if friends, you just family, sacrifice wife, all of kids, that living you know, life you know oh yeah guys. It's, it makes you feel empty you know so it's like you really want to make sure that you have that yeah, yeah. and you build that through the journey the journey mm-hmm. that we're consistently yeah. talking about yeah. build relations with people that really resonate with you and give you joy yeah, yeah. You know, I, I want to share a quick little thought that just went on in my head I was in a really weird and tough place like a year ago you know I was moving jobs I was um hanging around the wrong people I was really close with a group of friends that you know weren't right for me mm-hmm. and I was so caught up in my past relationships and I was like and I woke up one day I was like yo why am I thinking about this I can just go make some new friends why am I boom right then and there you know, some people don't have that man I'm not going to use their names or anything. Like, you know, I was thinking about Greg. I was thinking about Tommy G. I was thinking about you know, you know yeah, Prince uh, Prince Tommy or whatever, man. But then, yeah. the, then the next day I woke up. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to make some new friends, dude. And, dude yeah. It's out there. You know, how many people are in this world right now? There's, There's so so, so many people. people. Get so caught up dude, in I have like some so amazing friends from Georgia. Online. Like yeah, I friends. still keep in touch with so many people from yeah, like the that, four months yeah. I was in Atlanta. I met some amazing people. Yeah. I'll do like a. You know, I have like a, I have my own community right. that yeah. is like spanning yeah. cities and, and yeah. all over the place. To, to, to touch on that, it's like, you know, if you're doing what we're preaching right now, the people are going to come. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have met you if I wasn't following my passion because I met him through following my passion and he yeah. met me through following his passion. Yeah. So it's like they all tie together and it's just, you're going to meet like-minded people. And the yeah. sooner that you start to follow your passion, the sooner you're going to hit that. Yeah. And then you're sooner you're going to start feeling fulfillment. There's a there's a quote there's a saying that I really took to heart and there's there's actually two number one mm-hmm. authenticity is your superpower yes you are you because you were you're you there's nothing else yeah. you can do to change that and if you start if you don't accept that mm-hmm. and then start leveraging that and mm-hmm. become happy with who you are yeah. you're never gonna hit the the milestones you want to hit uncharted and reading rhythms what is your what is your circle like now. So we just touched upon, you know, finding your circle and finding your rhythm, as Jeff was saying. What's your rhythm now? Who are you in a, you know, a conversation with day to day? Like, what's your circle like? Yeah. um, So my circle's definitely grown. And I've met some amazing people that, you know, I consider 
my friends, yeah. even though I've known them for a week or two weeks or a month. Like when you, when I have, what I have done is I felt really comfortable in my own skin yeah. and felt really happy with who I am. Yeah. And therefore, like we talked about before, the people that are meant to be in your life and kind of can gravitate towards you will come. Yeah. And therefore, like everyone's my friend now because yeah. I just am around people that are like me and, and have yeah. the same mentality and mindset. We're like, it's not, it's not difficult. It's, it's friendship becomes so much easier in that communal setting. Um, I want to I know what you think of if somebody's not happy. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't have that happiness because you seem just, you're, very, you're a very happy guy, you know, and you present yourself that way in a very professional way. And that's yeah. awesome. But some people mm. can't do that. Yeah. Some people, they can, but they don't think they can. Yeah. Or it's like they're in that, they're in that loop. They're in that cycle of where mm-hmm. it's just, you know, they, they start to believe, they start to identify it's that infinite with, loop. These, with, this, with this loop. They're identifying yeah. it and they'll never be out of it because in their mind, they're just telling them, I'll never, I'll never be different. Yeah. What do you, what do you say to those people? Um, so I, I'm someone who has struggled with depression. I'm like, I've been diagnosed, like I've been through anxiety, like I've been through therapy. I still go to therapy, mm-hmm. you know, at, at 23, I work in New York city, I still go to therapy. Um, it is a really important part of my life that has helped me through so much. And, you know, you never get to where you want to go or where you want to be yeah. in that. Right. Everything is like a struggle. Life is tough. Life is hard. It's going to be the reality. You're going to find places where you're really down in the dumps. And I think until you one, you know, open up about that and share that like, Hey, I am not doing okay. I today sucked. Like embrace that sort of situation. You're going to be like, listen, man, today fucking sucked. I didn't do this right. My manager yelled at me. Like I, my girlfriend broke up with me, whatever, like whatever the situation is until you acknowledge that like one, you may need help, like real help. Not just like, you all right, bro. I'm good, man. No, like actually sit down and talk to someone and really be like, Hey, listen, this is not going right. I can't figure this out. I'm struggling with this. I don't feel right about this. Like I'm not happy with myself in this sense. Like until you actually take the stand and say to yourself, no, I deserve better. And I take the stand, take the, yeah, yeah, that's great, dude. Literally until you set, set yourself on the right course and everything, everything revolves around you. You are, like I said, the pilot, you are the map, you are the ship. Like you have to take that stand for yourself and realize like I deserve better. I could do more and you can't do that alone. Yeah. What do you think about when a doctor diagnoses you with depression or social anxiety disorder, something Mm -hmm. along the lines? Yeah. Do you think that automatically when somebody tells you, a doctor, mm-hmm. saying you have depression, yeah. subconsciously, maybe you have a little bit, do you think subconsciously it makes you more depressed? Because you're automatically going to start identifying with that now. Because if any, at so the end of the day, point. it's just, it's, it's an, you're identifying with it now. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, now it's my crutch. Now I can say, oh, I have depression because mm-hmm. I, yeah. somebody diagnosed me with it. And there's, it's going to be that I've seen to where it's in a loop yeah. of where it's like, you know, don't, don't identify. You're using it. that as a crutch. Yeah. yeah. More than, you know, trying to bring yourself out of it. Is what yeah. You're saying, right? yeah. 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 Um, you know, total, total transparency here, right? Like I, when I was in middle school, I was a mess. Like I had gone to therapy. I'd done a whole bunch of meds. Like I had really figured out a lot, like tried a different, a lot of different things Yeah. and was diagnosed with a lot. Um, and I think a really big 
kind of distinction between between what diagnosed means, and I'm not here preaching medical advice or anything like that. I'm not a doctor whatsoever. Um, but for me, right, like I almost kind of felt a sense of validation mm-hmm. that like I had been struggling so much and I just was like, why am I feeling right. this way? Why do I feel different? Why do I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just alone in this world? And that sort of like, no, you actually have something going on. It was like, oh, like I'm not just, Right. sucking at life right like i have really? i have i have an issue that one oh, provides clarity and then two emotions right luckily i have That's a, a really point. great family and a really great support system to then mm. put me on the direction and help me get on the path that i wanted to be on and i think one i'm grateful extremely in that sense that i had that but two having that sort of like you know clarification that like yeah like this is something that you deal with what are you going to do yeah and I think yeah. one opening up about that and yeah. and right. realizing that like I'm not just terrible at what I'm doing or maintaining terrible at remaining friendships or whatever like there's something going on. Here's what you can do to fix it. And right. First yeah. step is acknowledging that. Acknowledging it. Acknowledging that I yeah. am struggling and I need Absolutely. to fix this. That, and that breaks the pattern. That breaks Dude. the pattern. And yep. breaking the pattern is the hardest part, man. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you know something's wrong, it's yeah, so bro. easy to keep yeah. doing it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but when you break that pattern, it's a little fraction in the in your yeah. in your trajectory, bro. Like yeah. and then you had that fracture and then you just figure it out and you're on a different plane now. Right. Dude, discipline is next level when you come to when it comes to like one, remaining sober and two, like maintaining a healthy lifestyle with like working out, yeah. sleep, etc. Mm-hmm. Like I know that those are things that I need to hit in order to operate the life. Yeah. Like I don't even live in New York City. Like I work in New York City, I work on Fifth Ave, I work in Brooklyn, I'm all over the place, but I've been commuting. Mm-hmm. One, financially, I save a ton of money. Yeah. Two, like, I know I can handle it, and I know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm able to re- be resilient in that sense because everything that's happened before this has built me for this zero situation, yep. right? And that's what I say about the journey, is like you gotta find ways to I put yourself that. in difficult situations and accept that, that like you have more to work on right. yeah. and that's an ever-ending journey of life yeah there's so much more to accomplish and do that totally ties into your life because you have just put yourself through challenges yeah even when you were young with gymnastics you know what i mean that's why i was saying it in the beginning it's like you are always putting yourself throughout challenges mm-hmm. and that's how you that's how you know that you're going to get better yeah. because yeah. you you have to fail you have to fail 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 just to succeed once yeah and then fail again and fail again, and fail again, and keep doing it because yeah. that's the pattern of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people get comfortable with one oh, small they get, little they win. They get so comfortable. They get very comfortable with that one small win, and yeah. then that becomes a pattern. What David is talking about with you have to keep breaking the pattern mm-hmm. because if you create that pattern of comfortability, yeah. you will never hit success. You'll never hit the goals. You'll never hit those road yeah. maps those miles yeah. you know what i mean awesome bro. So you, want, you want to know something funny so awesome. f- for the past few months i've actually gone to my office in midtown mm-hmm. with a hitchhiker's backpack That's because i just have too much I, I'm, I'm sleeping on three different couches in a week like one it's family and it's friends i have like this breakfast i'm hosting on a monday morning at 8 a.m yeah. that same day i'm in my office all yeah, day yeah. and that night i'm hosting a reading party close and, and close, close. i oh yeah and then that, that same night, I'm hosting a reading party, yeah. right? I go from 8 a.m., 11 p.m., and then I still commute home. Wow. Back, to, back to Westchester. Wow, that's the grind. 
and I'm carrying this this backpack. And one like one that's not everyone's lifestyle. Not everyone needs to do that, and everyone wants to do that, right? You don't have to do that in order to be successful. That's Mm -hmm. just the path I chose, and I know that it works for me at least for now. Find what works for you, man. It's not it's not sustainable. I'll tell you that I cannot do this for my life, but I will do it now because one, I'm young. Two, I have the energy. Three, I have the drive. Like. I'm going to do what I got to do. Yo, do you have any, um, on a funnier note, do you have any funny gymnastic stories? Because I have a dude, couple, bro. Dude, I, okay. I have a couple funny You know, the one, the, one, the one thing that I mentioned that I, I would love to, to touch upon is, is senior year of high school is when the senior year pep rally, that was the defining moment for Skylar on <laughs> I don't give a fuck <laughs> what life is. So, you know, for, for, those, for those that have... The defining moment of Skyler. No, no, that that was like, all right, if if I can do if I can do this and go through this, nothing phases me. Like yeah. I, so for, so, for what ex- happened? so I literally got up in front of the entire high school, and you know, one, I got my football jersey on. I'm like, you know, the kicker. Like it's a great great experience being on the football team. Like I'm proud. I'm I love the team, even though I'm the kicker. It's great. I love this, and from having a background in gymnastics, yeah. the the cheerleading team was like Skylar you should come out and, and do a little tumbling pass and I was like you know what like why not so I went out there tire oh, no. tire gymnasium oh, no. or is, is looking at me and there's like the mat and they like Skylar Healy's coming out yeah. and I go and do a round off back handspring back layout and, here it is. and on on the back handspring my knees buckled no and I completely face planted no and I had like way. a bloody nose this whole thing uh, in front of the whole school in front of the whole school Chaos. right dude public speaking now you guys went to you remember this easy no, he, no, he wasn't there I'm he, he, it, bro, he'd already he already graduated when you yeah. buckle on a back handspring dude your, your face is dude I into the I like hit the ground hard but did you see it happen no, nah. he was he wasn't there. But so then I, oh, I face okay. I face planted and so then at least not everybody. No, at least not, at least not everyone <laughs> saw. Yeah. No, but then I got up and you know said to the entire room I was like, hold up, like wait a minute, uh, and I went back to the corner and I did it again and nailed it and stuck oh, the yeah, landing dude, and then I, I was like and everyone went cr- and everyone went crazy, that and that's uh, an example of of, of yeah. putting yourself out there and being resilient and now like dude I'm here right now. No, that is literally the perfect I'm on a example podcast of talking about life. That, no, like that is like. <laughs> the epitome of an example of just saying you can get so close to your goal you can fall on your face you can fail you can get reset but yeah. the next time you do it you can perfect it oh i, so I nailed don't it give yeah. up. Oh. Yep. don't give literally. up don't give up it's the epitome yeah, of a story on that i think i think that's it man i think we covered everything that's um, that was awesome that was that yeah. was brilliant man yeah um, dude thank you for being here thank you for taking the time if you are still here you thanks guys for having me drop a w in the chat um like comment, subscribe we are dropping <laughs> skyler's socials too follow uncharted filed reading rhythms yeah. follow skyler healy let's go episode four is done vamos baby